Damp conditions, and um, I thought it looked gross, so I was like, oh, all the potatoes are bad. And then my dad looked it up, he was like, they're fine. And I was like, you're not a good farmer. <laughs> I'm doing my best. There's nothing wrong with pimples. No. I mean, they're not great. Put some proactive on your potatoes. No. Alright, I gotta look up a wine related fact. I looked up one thing. What'd you look up? Well, do we wanna do we wanna start? I kind of I accidentally hit record forty five seconds ago. So yeah, do you want to do the intro thing? Sure. Oh, I said all my funny shit already. What funny shit? All right, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, hello, friends, family, enemies, Ethan's lover. There you go. <laughs> all right, hey, welcome. What? Lindsay wanted me to correct it to lover instead of lovers. <laughs> yeah, he said, and Ethan's lovers. And then I was like, okay, well, he only has one. Let's be clear about that. Lindsay, are you drinking anything been, today? It would have been valid oh. two years ago. Oh, I was going to get a wine. Let me go get a wine. I'm drinking nuts. You're drinking some nut? Sweet nut. Drinking nut. Honey roasted peanuts. Very nice. You know it. That's generic. I'm drinking a Pinot Blanc from a two-day. So you brought that with you? Yeah, it's been in my fridge for a while. Uh, oh, wait, you're in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been in my fridge, and then I came home, uh, and my mom had it in like a, like a really hot room. I was like, what are you doing? You got to put that in the fridge. She's like, we don't drink it. No one's going to drink it anyways. I was like, well, I'll drink it soon. It's like good wine. Thanks, Cooper. Is it the Grace, Grace Benoit shit? Yeah, it's a Pinot Blanc. Hmm. Grace Benoit, Carneros Estate, Rome. It's too acidic for Lindsay. No, I think she would like it too. I am not a huge fan of the two. I got a late harvest wine from them, and it just tasted like straight raisins. Yeah, that's, that's what late harvest. Almost, almost like, all of them do. It's usually like sweet, but it tasted just like raisin syrup. It was not my favorite thing. Oh, this Lindsay, is. Lindsay, do you like port? Yeah, this is our honey station. My mom just harvested a bunch of her honey from the bees. She likes to buy honey. And me and my dad are going to make mead. Ah, you have two experts right here, so perfect. You guys have made mead? Need any help. Yes, we had a big, huge competition. It was me, Ethan, and Jet versus another bunch of scrubs that we're not even going to mention because we kicked their ass. Did we? No, we lost by a lot. I think we added too much vodka. Yeah. All of my, we had to transport three boxes um, from California to Indiana, a three day drive. And we had to keep like bringing it into the hotel because my dad was afraid it was going to get too hot or somebody was going to steal it. You're making a lot of sound over there. Yeah. So now you just your in your basement. What? Now you just your tornado shelter. Shelter. Stop what? talking when I'm talking. <laughs> now your tornado shelter. Yeah. 
<laughs> we have used it a couple times. That's fun. So I'm drinking the Double Take 2020. It's a Merlot. 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 Warren Swift. He has the fun labels. I think we talked about that last week. He like took in a bunch of stuff and just taped it on and had them create a label from that. Yeah, you remember that from last week, Ethan? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I, I listened to the um, yeah the episode. You were not on it. You were on it, loser. I called you out twice in it. You were called out in the title and the description. I'd expect nothing less. But how was the uh, how was Colorado? It was good. Um, it took me like a day and a half to fucking get there. I cut it my, my four day vacation. Right, you drove there. I didn't drive there. I had a direct flight to Albuquerque, and then my friend was going to pick me up because he's driving up from Austin. Is and then Albuquerque I got, close? I feel like it's not on no, the way. No, another three and a half hours to Durango. Oh, okay. But if you fly in directly to Durango, it's like a $1,500 ticket because it's Holy in the bubble fucking nowhere. What about like flying to Denver? It's, it would be a five-hour drive. Denver's a five-hour drive. from. You were in the south part? Yeah. Of Colorado? By the, by the four corners. Oh. Lindsay, that's a fancy but, wine opener you got there. I know. My parents got this a long time ago. They're not even big wine drinkers. My dad just likes... How you're not sleeping? Hmm. Very full. Is it hot where you guys are? Yep. It was really hot today, but right now it's a fantastic temperature. I'm jealous. It's it wasn't as hot today. Maybe a hundred tomorrow. Yeah, and then a hundred and six this weekend. In Saint Helena. At least in Saint Helena, so it's probably like ninety-eight in Napa. Yeah, Saint Helena gets fucking hot. Oh, hello. What? What's that? Hello. Oh, I was talking to my dog. Oh, okay. Do we have to do our whole intro again? No. We already did it, right? Sure. Uh, we have a sick video editor, so we can change it. We gotta edit that out. There's too much panting. <laughs> Last week, it was the most annoying thing in the world. It's wind chimes. Wind chimes and their dog breathing right on her, right next to the microphone. She can't help it. She's tired. See, I couldn't hear what you said because it's panting's too loud. She's bugging up. Charlie, do you hate animals? Uh, not right now. Because it seems like you do. What? It seems like you do. Hate cats. Mad at my dog for panting. No, well, because you show your dog love and affection right when it needs to be away from you. And you bring it up, and I can't hear anything you say in the fucking recording things. Listen, and then you go and sit underneath some fucking wind chimes. So one thing about me, dogs growing up, I wouldn't. If I needed them, I wouldn't talk to them right now. What else? Yeah. Do you have any pets? 
I just told you no. They had they had low. I grew up with dogs. They had low rider. Yeah, I had low rider and easy rider. <laughs> so you had a dog, you just called easy? I had easy rider and low rider. Yeah, but would you use the full name or would you just say, get over here, easy? Easy was when I was younger. He was a mean dog. He didn't like any dog? other dogs. No, he's a wasn't guy. easy. Wasn't easy. Uh, and then low, low hated guys. So good. Probably just hated you because you hate nope, animals. She, she loved me. She loved me. She hated my friends. Uh, she loved me and my dad. Uh, then my sister and my mom. Uh, That's fifty-fifty. Yeah. Unless she was wrong. No, but like my sister's friends would come over. And she'd come over so happy. And then, like, all my friends would come over and she'd just bark at them. It's like, low, for fuck's sake. Oh, I've been told to stop swearing. <laughs> we had a dog that, uh, he didn't like my dad. He also didn't like the cops, which was funny. But he hated my dad. And so when he got old, he'd, like, fall over sometimes. Just when my dad was standing next to him and he'd, like, cry and make it seem like my dad, like, pushed him or something. That's, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, do we have? You guys want to hear my wine thing? Yeah. Start us off. Yes. Um. Okay. So it's about. I don't know how to summarize this. So this is gonna be a struggle for you guys. Sorry. Apparently, in the 2022 Silicon Valley Bank State of the Wine Industry Report, which. I'm not sure how... Um, is, is Silicon Valley the one that just closed? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really sure how reliable any of their evaluations are, considering they couldn't even evaluate themselves properly in business. <laughs> no, but, but they make it every year. But they said that um, alcohol sales during the pandemic and after the pandemic were increasing everywhere except for wine. Um because young people are not drinking wine. They're drinking more ready-to-drink cocktails and canned wine, which I've had the canned wine before, and it's gross. So It sneaks up on you. The canned wine sneaks up on you because people don't realize that one can is half a bottle of wine. So people have, like, a four-pack, and they're just yeah. like, oh, I'll just drink two bottles of wine. Yeah, I just, I just think that... Kids these days need to get more into wine and stop drinking, I don't know, terrible things. It's all the seltzers. Everyone loves the seltzers right now. I don't like the seltzers because I don't like the bubbles. I can't drink them very fast because there's so much bubbles. Is it also because, like, if you're opening a bottle, if you're drinking by yourself and you're really sad, then you can't really, like, like wine spoils, like it's got a shelf life, right? Right. So maybe there's like our generation doesn't see value in just like opening a bottle for one glass and then unless you're Lindsay and you just store it for weeks yeah. on end. Like you can still episode. drink it. It still has alcohol in it. It just does not taste that good. So I think people yeah. are going for the taste good aspect of wine. Although yeah. there are some people some people have told me that they like customers when i was at william cole they said that they would do like a they called it like an infinite wine and they would get like one of those barrels my dad has one for bourbon 
and you get like a mini barrel and then you just like pour excess wine into it and then it will like be in a barrel so it won't you know go bad so brandy they're just making wait, wait, wait. your dad has a barrel full of wine no it's a mini barrel and he puts like bourbon in it and ages it um longer in barrel and so he's got a bourbon barrel he's got he's like a half making- yeah, it's like, like a, a baby dollar, like that size. Like a little demijohn. Yeah, it's a little baby one. How big is it? Smaller. Can you show us? Oh, so it's way less than 30 gallons. Yeah, it's probably like half a gallon. I'll show is you. it smaller than a keg? Yeah. Half a gallon. So it's way smaller than 15 gallons. I think you just... I'm not sure what exactly he does with it, but I think you can, like, just kind of pour excess in there. And as long as there's not too much headspace, then it won't oxidize. I got a my skin cup in there. Your spittoon? Yeah. Just keep reusing it. There it is. That's not what I thought you were talking about. We also have, my dad has um, a keg refrigerator. A kegerator? Yeah, it's got, there's like a keg in it. It's a refrigerator. It has a little spout. That's kind of sick. What you got tapped in there right now? What? What do you got on deck right now? What do you have in... I don't fucking know. I don't drink beer. You don't. You never ask your dad what's in the kegerator. No. Why would I do that? I don't. I'm not drinking it. I don't care. Do you? Do you talk to your dad? Yeah, I don't ask him what he's drinking all the time. Hey, Dad, what kind of beer you got on tap? I'm not gonna have any. But how often does your dad go for that? I don't know. It's a good conversation starter. How often does my dad do what? How often does your dad refill the kegerator? I don't know. I just got here like a week ago. Has he, has he uh, done it before? Re- refilled it? Yeah. He's had that thing for like three years. He's probably refilled it once or twice. That's what I'm asking. How often does he refill it? I don't know. You should ask him. What do you know? He's in Alabama right now, so I can't. Well, I mean, I could text him, but I don't want to. Lindsay, you should talk to your dad more. I do talk to my dad. Do you? Uh, yeah. He tells me what to cook for dinner, and then I cook it. Um, Real in-depth. We talk about my my vineyard a lot. We're talking about it's stuff. your vineyard now. What? It's your vineyard now. It's always been my vineyard. My dad's just the ranch manager. Ah, duh. He loves his job. These are my vineyard dogs. Wait, that dog is oh, different from the other one? Yeah. That's the same dog. You can't tell me. No, that's the other one. That's the other one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you... That's something that that's the one that has a desert name. Yeah, Sonora. Mojave. Oh. Could you 
Go lay down tomorrow. Mojave. It's oh. just above the Mojave. Below the Mojave. Gobi. I'm going to name my next animal Gobi. That's a good name. Yeah. It's another desert. Oh, I yeah, got something. Let's hear it, Wait, Charlie. What, what were we just talking about, Lindsay? Uh, young people not drinking wine. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so a bunch of losers. They're drinking mm. seltzers. Cool kids drink wine. But they, we also don't have it where, unless it's like Trader Joe's, the wine is so expensive. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice, like, how Europe, they have, like, good wine for cheap. We don't have any good wines for cheap, because if you make a good wine, like, you have to charge a lot for it. And if you make a shitty wine, you're not going to charge a lot for that. It's stupid. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I don't know, Joe's is a great job at it. Yeah. I, yeah, I can never tell if it's bad. Label. Orange label theory. Hasn't been wrong. Oh, yeah. Trader Joe's has a, it's a $5 white wine from Portugal. It's called Esperol. It's in a green bottle, if you've ever seen it. That's it Vino good. Verde? Yeah. Yeah. It's very chuggable. It is very good. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay, are you a white or red one? She's pretty white. Sorry. I'm a little red. It doesn't look like you got much sun. (laughs) I'm just dark. I can't get a. I never have good lighting. It sucks. That's because you have to be like facing sunlight or like a light. You always have the light behind you. That's how light. It doesn't matter how dark it is. His rosy cheeks, just like headlights. (laughs) <laughs> that come out. I am facing the sun. The sun's right there. I don't see shit. The sun's down. Yeah. Aren't you guys in the same time zone? Looks way yeah. brighter where Lindsay is. Me, yeah, I'm in eastern time zone. Lindsay's in central. Michigan's eastern oh. time zone? Yeah. It's all no, it's like what? Is all of Michigan wait, is all of Michigan on Eastern? Yep. Okay, because it's like Indiana, it like splits. So like an hour north of me or an hour east of me is the eastern time zone. But then like we are on central. So what's yeah. Kentucky? Kentucky, I think is central. Most of it. The line goes yeah. like straight up though. So it's like probably like half of it. But it's always really confusing. It's always been confusing for me. I don't really understand time zones. I got I got an article right here um, from July sixth. Uh, some thieves broke into uh, Lincoln Fine Wines in Venice, in LA. Uh, footage footage shows the thieves cutting a hole in the ceiling to get to the wines, and they stole more than seven hundred thousand in rare wines, all French and Italian wines. More than 600 blue chip bottles were stolen. Some bottles were cost around $5,000. What's a blue chip bottle? I don't know. I was just looking that up. That part comes... Like, I'm going to assume premium bottles. That's I mean, what that that's means. What I like, but I don't know what that means. Uh, it says the owner, Nazmul Hakim Halal. We're just going to assume that's right said some of the blue chip bottles stolen by the group cost 5000 a pop and that they stole 75% of the high-end items. 
So they they knew what they were looking for. Yeah. It says they cleaned it out. They took everything so we don't have anything left in the Burgundy or Bordeaux side. <laughs> Very specific. Oh, dude, these pictures are nuts. That's what we need to do. Kids these days need to start robbing places and just get wine for free. I feel that. There should be a black market for like I think there already is, actually. That's probably where they're going. Yeah. The guy was in there for four hours. The thieves were in there for four hours. It started just, just it started just after midnight, and the thief remained in the store until almost four a.m. He grabbed he grabbed more than six hundred bottles from the prestigious wine collection. And the owner said, It's like I'm shocked, you know, because you don't expect these things, said Haki. I feel like uh, he did it. You think he did it? You think, I think he's got he was, insurance on it? I think he was in on it. You think he's cashing guys, out? Did you guys hear about that? It was called like Cloud Cellar, and I think it was in San Francisco. And all these people were like putting their wine into that cellar. And then one day it was just like gone, and nobody had it. Like all nobody's wine was there, and they couldn't get access to it. I heard it. No, it was in uh, uh, Oakland. And they would just they would ship you the wines like when you requested them, and then people started requesting their wines and they just didn't, like they stopped answering, uh, and then their website had been like shut down, uh, and then everyone their wine is still in like the warehouse and but everyone can't get it. It's yeah, kind of a wild well, story, and that hole is nuts. And this is I don't know why it's surprised because it seems like there's no security well, at all. I think they no, were they cut, a, they cut a hole in the ceiling. Okay. So if they, there's a picture right here that shows them, yeah. they literally cut a hole, a massive hole in the ceiling, uh, like through the roof and then came in. That's so dope. That's like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It's like a Mission Impossible. I feel like they just, they earned that wine for sure. They got a they white white truck. That's good. It's generic. It blends in. <laughs> <laughs> White truck was described as driving away. <laughs> well, yeah, you so can't describe it as white. Offering a That's 10, so weird. Who would have expected that? Oh, dude, they took everything. Holy shit. How would you describe the truck? White. It's a to white pickup police. truck. And <laughs> then they described it as driving away. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I feel like a good security countermeasure would be don't put all your Bordeaux and Burgundies in one section, mix them all up. So they have to sort through them. I feel like a good security measure. It looks like the thieves knew what they were doing. Yeah. Did they not have like security guards or like an alarm or like anything? I don't, I like for an alarm, you need it like on a window or like a door. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I don't think he expected anyone to cut a hole in his roof. So like, he probably had stuff like on the doors and window. If like the window was smashed, there was probably an alarm, uh, or like on the door, okay. like that would alert the police or something. That makes more sense. I was but I don't think I don't think anyone expects them to just like the thieves to randomly cut a hole in your wine shop, so. which. Thieves out there. Now you got to. Yeah. So if anybody's planning on stealing stuff, go through the ceiling, cut a hole. 
Ocean 13, this bitch. Can't you, like, not get in trouble for stealing things in California, though? Yeah, it's, like, up to $950 you can steal without <laughs> any repercussions. I think it's only certain counties, though, because I mentioned it to somebody, and they're like, no, you can't do that everywhere. It's like, okay. It's probably, like, the Bay Area, mostly. I like, think it's probably, like, Los Angeles or San Francisco. It's not, like, Napa. I don't think you can just go into... Also, if you tried to rob a wine store in Napa, you'd get, like, two bottles, and then you'd be, like, done. Yeah. They'll let you take two. This guy took $700,000 worth of wine, so. Yeah, that I don't think is allowed. Well, I hope he has insurance. The the one website I'm on right now is terroirist.com, so it really just looks like terrorists. (laughs) 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 On July 7th, Petnet bust. That's a boring thing. What does that I'm mean? What does that even mean? Uh, it says, has Petnap jumped the shark? In Punch, Megan Craigbaum explores how the category went from niche party wine to full-on brand. In the mad oh, days to right. simulate Petnap, plenty of other outstanding sparkling wine was pushed to the side. Petnap, the brand, may have paved the way for everyday sparkling wine appreciation, but it also flooded the zone. One undeniable pitfall with Petnats is that if there are any flaws, the bubbles make those flaws all the more apparent. Which is kind of frying pet nets, which is great. Wait, um, what is pet nat? Like, obviously, it's a natural wine, but what is the pet part? Is it petite? Petulant natural. That doesn't sound appetizing. It's just a normal. It's just a fermentation where they they bottle it early. So, like when it's still fermenting, yeah. that's when they bottle it. Kind of like champagne, but dirtier. Like, wouldn't that... If it's still fermenting, isn't there, like, air going into it? so a lot of them explode, like, randomly. But they put the beer cap... It's, like, one of the beer caps on top of it. Instead of a a cork. Okay. And every time you open it, half of it spills out. Sounds like a great thing for your butt. I mean, to me, it just reminds me of like a, a cider that's been unfiltered. Like it's got that like sharp yeah. bruised apple kind of flavor to it. And then, I mean, the fizz is nice, but I don't know. It's a good tank to bank. The the last time I had a pet net, I'm pretty sure there was like parts of the uh, – like there was like bark at the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, I've had grape skins, like yeah, still, because they don't filter it. It's just like all yeah. left in there. Well, my mom was telling me that a lot of people will advertise their honey as like unfiltered, like raw unfiltered honey. But if you don't filter it, then there's like wax and possibly like bugs and stuff. So it's kind of the same thing as like natural wines. Does your mom mm. sell honey? Yeah. She has so many people buying it that she, like, can't really, like, advertise to sell it because she doesn't have any extra to sell. Wait, what is this? This is your wines? No, my mom's. Honey. And then we make we make mead with the – I guess a lot of beekeepers do this, but um, 
So you like scrape off the wax because they'll cap the combs in wax. And then uh, you scrape those off and then you get all this beeswax. And it comes with a lot of honey. So then you like rinse out all the honey and it has water. <laughs> and um, so you make mead out of that. And then, yeah. Is that what we did wrong? Uh, we did a lot wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you guys mentioned using vodka, and I <laughs> doesn't sound. Oh uh, no! Like that was near me. the end, our our vodka our, our our mead just was just so non-alcoholic. So we added uh, like our theory was we're doing uh, what was it? Mango. Kind of yeah, we were like, trying to do a a mango lavender. Yeah, and we added we added grenadine and mangoes to it. Uh, and the grenadine was like part of our sugar. Uh, so it just didn't work at all. And then at the end, we're like coming close to the competition. Yeah. Uh, and then we had like a, it was like a red fruit vodka or like a grapefruit or not grapefruit. It was red punch, red punch vodka. So we just poured that in cause it was the same color. And then, uh, uh, we waited like a little bit too long and then the vodka took all the other things and just fucking put it to the bottom <laughs> so it just like extra filtered it and it was just horrible <laughs> yeah not Good our best time. move that doesn't no, but we, were, we were fucking around yeah. so I guess you guys didn't win the contest the team that won none of them talked to each other anymore so all of their whole friendship was over after that they all moved away Wait, who is it? I want to know. Like, Ella moved oh. to Sonoma. Richard moved to Paso. I was still living with Lydia at the time. And then Lalo. I don't know where Lalo is. Actually, I saw him like two weeks ago. I was house-sitting for him. Lalo's at... Uh, JH. Right yeah, he gets to go to Texas and France with his boss. Those are some really random places. Well, his boss is. Uh, you think France is random for wine? Well, I think like the pairing of Texas and France is random. His boss is a consultant for a lot of Texan wineries that are trying to get up and running down there. Well, the Texans love wine. They're yeah. real, and they'll buy like the large format because you know everything's bigger everything's in Texas. Bigger. Hell yeah! It's they uh, and they're so nice. The area next to like Austin, Texas, has become like a huge uh, wine growing spot for like Italian yeah. varieties. It's, uh, it's like the same climate as Italy. Frank Frankfurt Valley, I think, is what Lala was saying. But I think they're like the, I think they're up to, uh, I think it's three or four of wine producers. Texas is. There's actually quite a few. Like they're not like our age, but they're like maybe mid thirties like younger people in like Houston that are really into wine. So that's, you know, good for the wine industry. Yeah. It's a good market to tap into. I think it's a lot of people who visit Napa are from Texas. Yeah. There's a ton of people from Texas. There's a lot of people from Florida too. Yeah. And the Midwest, the Midwest has always been well represented in Napa. That's true. And then weirdly Idaho. You're not a, a lot of young, a lot of young people in Idaho. The uh, Idaho, Idaho's got a Snake River. Idaho Riesling. Yeah. 
Don't sleep right on it. It's right next to Washington, so it's fucking pretty good. Yeah. I had one Idaho wine. Pretty decent. I think it was a gorgeous demeanor from Idaho. I keep trying to get my, my aunt in Wisconsin. I don't know if that's like a good area, but it's a lot colder up there. So I keep trying to get my aunt to plant Riesling so that I can make some. She Where is it in Wisconsin? Your second homestead. Where's your second homestead? Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc? Yeah. Where, where in Wisconsin is that? I think it's near Milwaukee. Uh, okay. Not too bad. Yeah, so she's she's got a vineyard there. It's about the same size as ours. And then and she's just doing it for fun so I can have all her grapes. And then my other aunt, all my mom's sisters, uh, my other aunt has a farm in South Dakota. Mm. Once we have we have the cottages in Michigan. So if you have any suggestions on grape varieties to grow in Michigan. South, South Michigan. 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 It's Reasoning right in the capital. middle, isn't it? It's what? Your thing in your cottage, it's right in the middle. Yeah, it's right, well, between us, yeah. It's centrally located, though, of Michigan. No, it's southern Michigan. It's like 30 minutes from Indiana. Yeah, I know, but if you're, if you're looking at the map, it's oh, right in the middle. Yeah. 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 Have you eaten the whole thing of nuts? Almost. That's half. That's not half. Okay. I don't know what. Let me <laughs> see. Is that your dinner? Did you have dinner? No, I didn't have dinner. Yet. I always have a little snacky before I have dinner. Yeah, I have to have a snack while I make. Yeah, appetizer, nice appetizer. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give a quick update about uh, what's going on in Napa, the power plays, the Game of Thrones. Spring Mountain Vineyard, I had no idea, was bankrupt for a long time. I think they just got hammered by the glass fire and the pandemic, and they just sold for $42 million. So, Spring Mountain cool. Vineyards? Yeah. Wow. Who bought them? I think they're. Gala? No, fuck that. The Investment Group. MGG Investment Group. I never heard of them. But it's a 845 acre property on Spring Mountain, started by this Swiss guy named Jacob Safra. Uh, during the glass fire, a lot of historic buildings burned down, and then just wine sales were down. So they were kind of in hot water. Uh, and then, yeah, so they got picked up. And then Atelier Melka, Charlie, you might know him. He's going to. That was keep, Philippe Melka. No, his son or brother. I can't remember. Or nephew. One of them. Someone oh, in the yeah. Melka group is, is still going to make their wines for them. So, yeah, oh. it's a pretty historic property. It's good stuff. Everyone I love Spring go. Mountain. Spring Mountain is so good. Spring Mountain. Mm-hmm. Right um, I did see today that what's his name? Who's the British chef? It's always mean to everybody. Gordon Ramsay. 
Yeah, Gordon Ramsay was at, he was recording his show at Chimney Rock. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like right next to my house. Which show? <laughs> um, the F word? Look at those mitts. Look at those mitts on Lindsay. She doesn't even wash her hands for the podcast. I did wash like you guys. She doesn't even wash her hands. Look at those puppy dogs. Listen. And puppy dogs dirty. I know, and I have paint on my hands still, too. And I have three blisters from... I was clipping weeds. It's hard to explain. <laughs> oh, no, clipping weeds is pretty straightforward. Well, like the know, how much? How many weeds do you have that you need? Freaking, you got three blisters for it. A lot. What type of technique are you using to clip? To clip it's these things? giant. They're like giant scissors, and they hurt my. Hand. I'm supposed to wear gloves, apparently. Have you ever thought of using like normal scissors? Normal scissors. I think. I think these. Are these very, are weeds, right? We have very hardy. Our weeds are very... They're like trees. Bushes. We do have a lot of trees that grow as weeds. We have a lot of maple trees that will just start growing. Are your neighbors mad that you put the vineyard right in the middle of your front yard? Why would they be mad? I don't know. Maybe it's against like the HOA rules or something. You guys don't have an HOA. We don't have an HOA. If there was an HOA, we would be the HOA. We have four and a half acres in the middle of downtown. Like the neighborhood is just us and everybody around us. This is downtown. This is downtown. Yeah, we're like six blocks from like Main Street. That's pretty close to downtown. Oh. All right. We're Lindsay. Oh. This website says uh, Lake Michigan Shore AVA in the southwestern part of the state enjoys the benefit of an extended growing season with approximately four additional weeks for ripening. This part of the state excels at producing big, jammy red varietal wines such as Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, and Merlot. Oh, I'm I'm putting Cab Franc down there because we were yeah. just thinking about how we can't do Cab Franc here because the weather fluctuates so much. That Cab Franc's a sturdy grape. They grow everywhere. It, is, it might not it be is, good everywhere, but it grows fucking everywhere. But it needs more stable weather conditions. Like it needs to not fluctuate as dramatically as the weather does in Indiana. And my dad's friend was saying that we need like a large water source to be near it to help regulate the temperature so it doesn't change as drastically. And we're right on the lake at the lake cottages. So I'm telling yeah. my mom we're planning Cap Franc there. He's on something because Cap Franc, I don't think it ripens very evenly. So that's why you need, you can't have flux. Otherwise, some berries are just jammy and some are just peppers. I didn't think of that. Yeah, but I really Merlot. like Cap Brown. Merlot could be interesting, though. I think Merlot does well in cooler climates. Should I do Mer doesn't Don't all these grapes grow in, like, Virginia? Like that area? Yeah, in Shenandoah. Yeah, they grow, like, really yeah. well there. Dude, Virginia grows Petit Verdot. Like, Petit Verdot? Yeah, just what? as as a single varietal wine. It's kind of crazy. That, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. You should grow. Yeah, give me suggestions. We still have, uh, mm. we only have like an acre planted. We still have room for two more rows up here. And then we have some space over on the other side. We have some space on this side. What was the one you said last week? 
What's the state grape of Indiana? Terminate. What's What's that give you? When it's you a white that wine. What's it's a white wine? It's a white wine. You can make it really sweet, or you can make it less sweet. Because in Indiana, you can add sugar, so a lot of people do. Um, but it's a white wine. I don't know what it would really be similar to. Are you South Indiana? Yeah. We're right on the border of Kentucky. Dang. And I have thought about like buying just a small piece of property on the river because the river is Kentucky property and then putting bourbon in the river and aging it. And then it would be Kentucky straight bourbon. But I don't, don't do know. That, don't do that English wine shit. Maybe you should just grow uh grow some corn. We have make, corn. Uh, we did make, uh, bourbon. We did the glass gym corn this year and we did popcorn. But sweet corn, oh my god, we stopped at this barbecue place on the way home and I got some corn and it was the worst corn I've ever had. I was so disappointed. Where did you get it? In Oklahoma? It might have been Oklahoma, yeah. Might have been Arizona. But either way, I was like, this is you can't even call this corn. It's disgusting. There's probably no water in Arizona. Well, yeah, there isn't. You just <laughs> so you're just eating solid. You just cut out for a little bit, so you're. It sounded like you said, "I can't call this porn." <laughs> like, this is terrible porn. <laughs> corn with a C. Okay, sure. All right. Arizona has terrible porn. You heard it here. Bad porn. Don't go there. It's dry. It's too dry. Yeah. What What do you have planted right now? Do you want red grapes or um, white grapes? So my dad told me all the varietals we have. We have Tremonet, which is white. We have Catawba, which looks like Catawaba. And so uh, I, I always looking at that. Yeah. yeah. Catawaba. I prefer to say it that way, but that's not correct. It's grape that juice. Like, it's like a light pink. So it's, it's a red, but it's a very light red. You got any Marshall Foch? No, we have Mars, which is very sweet, and they're very large, but they make a decent wine. And then we have Chamberson, which is a very small, dark red grape, and De Chenoc, which I don't really know. That you got any Noirette? No. It's a hybrid. These are both hybrids. Marshall Foch is what I made my senior year, my super senior year at Michigan State from New York. Well, we're, I think, zone six. So if it says the zone that they're suited for, I think we're zone six. You should do, uh, have you heard of Norton? I have heard of that one. I think. You what about Marquette? You ever had Marquette? Yeah. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever had it. It's a, it's a cousin of Frontenac and a grandson of Pinot Noir. Oh, I've heard of the Frontenac, too. It's from Minnesota. Sturdy hybrid. Minnesota a lot in Michigan. Some of these names are so stupid. Uh, send, in Aluga. Aluga White. send in your suggestions to the email and let us know what grape varietals I should plant next. By me, I mean my dad. Ni- Niagara? The yeah, there's like a lot of Niagara. Here. We have a lot of Niagara? I think it's the most planted in Michigan. We have Just a lot of Foxy wines. 
We have a lot of Concord, but Concord gets a lot of powdery mildew here, and it's just yeah. it's ridiculous to grow. We don't like. You should it. grow some Pinot Gris. Maybe. No, the mildew would fuck that shit up. Yeah, we get powdery mildew real bad because it's very humid. I was gonna it's say, being I feel like grown in more Midwest location appears to be hardier than Pinot Noir. It also appears to resist bunch rot. Pinot Gris makes a full-bodied white wine and offers interesting alternative to Chardonnay or Riesling for high-quality wine production. Cab Franc. Okay. Love Cab Franc. Table grapes. You got any table grapes? Well, my dad actually wants to do a fence of table Mars. grapes. Didn't you say you have Mars? Yeah, Mars is yeah. It's a table grape, but it has seeds, and you can make it into wine. I mean, you can make any grapes into wine. You can make any fruit. Do, uh, good old muscadine. That's a good crowd pleaser. We actually have. It's called like. Scupperdong. No, it's called like Heartleaf or something, but it's a wild grape that's growing in our backyard. So I might try. Well, to make have it you that. seen uh, Vanessa? The color <laughs> of the grape is wild. What color is it? Blue. No, it's like a bright red it looks like the berries on bushes that you're not supposed to eat that are like bright red orangey i'll show you a picture what's the what's the zone should i plant some i'm on purdue oh yeah i was gonna take a class at purdue because they're a big wine college one of my mom's friends uh... took a class wine drink wine every day for class I'll send it to you. Does it get um, cold enough to make ice wine ever? Here, I think it just stays hot too long. But I think in Wisconsin, I'm going to try to get my aunt to do it. But I think also the machinery is heavy duty and probably expensive. Yeah. So That's true. If it's really humid, those grapes aren't going to last till like winter. Yeah, because they got to just stay on the vine. They'll put nets under them and then, like, catch them and use them that way. But then, like, I don't want them to be, like, too raisiny because then you'll just get, like, raisin syrup. And then it's... Are you trying to do a late harvest? I missed this conversation. No, you're talking about ice wine. In, In Indiana? Yeah. Northern Indiana, maybe, but... Here it's a little too warm still. It's too long. It's too warm. They do a decent amount in northern Michigan. Yeah, I was thinking Mi- Michigan. I think Wisconsin would be good. You should try Dolcetto. Which one? It's called Dolcetto. Dolcetto. It ripens earlier, so you don't have to worry about frost as much or like letting it hang on the vine. Until October, grown in uh, Italy a lot. Well, we yeah. usually end up we usually end up harvesting like end of August, early September, I think. Like we'll start, oh, damn. but then That's we have to do it. We don't we don't have like crews? Like there's no like vineyard farming teams that come around. So we, if you have a vineyard, you have to harvest yourself. So like my dad's friend, we had to go and help him harvest all of his grapes by hand, just do it ourselves, and it took a couple weekends. Wait, wait. So you pick it in the end of August? Yeah, we'll usually start, I think, in like around September. 
Maybe early August if it's an early year. Do you? How, aren't these only like three years old? Yeah, we haven't started harvest yet. We only have like eight bunches on the entire vineyard. <laughs> Ours are right. That should be pretty easy though. That's Ours a bottle. Because nothing has grown here for probably like a hundred years. We used to have an orchard on this property, but like fruit trees will die or like, yeah, they'll die after like 70 years. And that was when my grandpa was living here. So that was probably at least like 30 to 50 years ago. So we haven't had anything growing here for that entire time. And so the, the ground is not very, um, and so our grapes are really struggling, but Next year we should have some harvest because they're three years old, and after three years you usually get some. Grapes Are you gonna on till it. your front lawn? Till it? No, we got cover crop. We got it's all clover. It's the way to go. Sounds like you guys have nematodes. Nematodes? You mean frogs? <laughs> no, no nematodes are a small bug, Lindsay. <laughs> they are. I thought they were like a lizard. You ever watch Spongebob? Yeah. You don't remember Is the nematode the episode? Is this the worm yeah. thing? Oh, they, oh, I always forget that Spongebob is like ridiculously accurate. <laughs> no, not the Alaskan bullworm. They had a nematode episode. Yeah, but they uh, were little oh. worms that jump around. Yeah. yeah. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty. <laughs> What um, yeah, like worms. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget how accurate that show is because wasn't the writer one of the writers like a marine biologist? That kind of checks out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. The uh, the writers for South Park they have like three doctorates from like Harvard. One went to Harvard, one went to MIT, and then the third one went somewhere really good as well. I love South Park. It's so funny. Now they just get hammered and do a bunch of drugs and write all their show in one day. That's hilarious. I know they would. They started doing it like every week. They would write just like the episode would be about whatever news was happening that week, which is really crazy for a TV show like that. No, so they'd meet on like Tuesday. They'd pull an all-nighter. They'd all be in the office from like Tuesday to Wednesday morning when it was uh, – when the whatever it's called the the rough draft was due, and then they give it back to them, and then they'd finish it, and then they'd release it at like eight p.m. on uh, Wednesdays, and then they go home and sleep until like next Tuesday. <laughs> and that was their whole week for like twenty weeks. We should start doing that. We already pretty much do. Yeah, kind of. It was only an hour. We yeah. don't have as much. Events to talk about. Yeah, we just talk about wine stuff, so we don't make fun of celebrities or anything. We could. Ethan, you got any wine shit for us? Um, I think I just talked about Spring Mountain. Yeah, you talked yeah, about already. Do you have a you favorite AVA, Ethan? Do you have a favorite what? AVA, sub AVA of Napa. Sub AVA of Napa? I'll even give you Sonoma. I know you're I like Mountain Peter a lot. I like Diamond Mountain, Mountain and Rutherford. Or... Technically, Diamond Mountain is not an AVA. 
Well, none of them are technically in AVAs, so. Well, Diamond Mountain's not on the official list of sub AVAs in Napa Valley. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, it is. Look it up. Yeah. I had to do this for hospitality. I had to okay. learn AVAs, and it was not on there. Oh, my God. I'll hear. Oh, my God. It's enough, yeah. How many do you think there are? Hold on. Before I look it up, how many do you think you are, there are? Hey, Charlie, like find a map. Or 16. There's 18. There's 18 now? Yeah. Doomsville and uh, Wild Horse. ABA. Lindsay, yeah. you've been there's telling six, all your 16. guests. You're right on that. There's 16. Yeah. This is from Napa Valley Vintners. Goes in order. Uh, oh, it does say it on there. I guess I just... In Napa Valley exists 16 AVAs. Uh, Atlas Peak, Calistoga, Chili's or Child's Valley, Coombsville, Diamond Mountain, Powell Mountain, Los Carneros, Mount Veter, Oak Knoll, Oakville, Rutherford, St. Helena, Spring Mountain, Stags Leap, Yachtville, and Wild Horse. All right, I was wrong. Oh, Lindsay, no. I kind of, I think you just got mixed up. So it's like in Napa, there's weird districts that are also sub ABA. So like Stags Leap District. It's like right. districts are places that the boundaries over, they kind of cross over. So apparently Diamond Mountain, half of it, and the actual peak itself is in Sonoma County. There was a huge controversy in 1999 when they were oh. trying to get it approved. So they ultimately kept that county border and then Diamond Mountain Vineyard, it's an unfortunate name, uh, they were trying to prevent it from happening because it would split their property in half. So they uh, wanted, yeah. So it's kind of really more like golf, though. The winemaker's really good at golf. <laughs> he wins the golf outing like every year. The Diamond Mountain guy does. But yeah, so I guess, right, it's, I guess kind of like a little, it's a little special district and it also overlaps with Calistoga. Like the town itself of Calistoga is technically Diamond Mountain, but the northern part is just Calistoga ABA. Kind of weird. Oh, that's weird. Well, Isn't there a couple know. of other ones that like should be AVAs that they haven't actually considered AVAs, but they probably could in the future? I'd say like the biggest one is Pritchard Hill, but there's a weird trademark no, war going on. It'll never be one. Mount it'll never be one. Mount Chevalette yeah. will never give they trademark Pritchard Hill. So yeah. Cyril so Chevalet trademarked like the Pritchard Hill brand. And so no one on that hill can even like say Pritchard Hill in their wines. They have to say St. Helena or Napa Valley. It's kind of wild. Weird. Yeah. It's really annoying for everybody. I can't imagine they have many neighbors that like them. Nah. I mean, everyone on Pritchard Hill respects them. Yeah. But also everyone on Pritchard Hill makes fucking good wine. So I don't think they're complaining. It's like... No one really knows what Pritchard Hill is even anyway. Like, beyond Chapelet, if it's not an AVA, no one really knows what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, people only so, know it for that. Yeah. And there were a couple other ones that I thought people were saying that they should be AVAs, but, like, they're not. They just haven't been considered yet. Like what? I don't know. Let me look at the map. I guess, like, Pope Valley. Pope Valley is kind of this weird floating... Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think that people want. I think people are happy with it not being. Yeah, because it keeps the fruit price low. 
Like that, yeah, that's where everybody's getting their cheap the soil fruit. there sucks. It's very boring. So it's very yeah. bland fruit, but then they can buy it for so cheap. Uh, and it, that's how they make – most people make their Napa Valley calves. It's Pope yeah. Valley fruit. Yeah. And like the leftovers of the stuff that doesn't make their fancy good stuff. So. An unnamed vineyard that I worked for um, did, did a lot of Pope Valley stuff. Uh, Paul Meyer. I can't say. Okay. One that checks the, out. One of the many places I worked at. Yours, your son is setting before mine. Your son's the, um, Wait, did did you we ever bring in fruit from Cypress Ranch when you worked at Gallo? Cypress Ranch, yeah. Cypress Ranch is Pope Valley, so. Yeah, I think that's the one. And, and then, yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. I signed an NDA. <laughs> you did? I think. I don't. Do you remember signing something, Charlie? Uh, I remember signing thing. It's like if you have a good invention, Gallo gets the rights to it. Oh, yeah. I think I yeah. too. If you get a like good, Richard's wine. If your project is so good that we want it, we get it. Yeah. So it's okay. Well, there was also something that was like you can't start your own vineyard or anything like that. You can't start your own winery while you're working here. Yeah. They, they probably own, have they own you. Hey, they weren't gonna let Coombsville. Be an AVA because it was too cold, and now it's like the perfect place for cab. Now everyone loves it. Yeah, and Carneros too. Carneros is a weird. It's like split between Sonoma and Napa. Oh yeah, it is a Hansies. Oh, yeah. my laptop's about to die. I do I think it's, it's weird Sonoma. that they don't let Pope Valley become an AVA, but then Charles Valley, which is like another hour and a half to two hours. Outside yeah. of Napa, it's like closer to Davis. It's I've like never heard of Napa. anyone buying grapes from Chili's Valley. Frank family, yeah, yeah and Con Creek, Con Creek yeah. bottle, decent really? amount. Yeah, but that's actually really good. Transport it that it's like. I think it was one of it was one of Con Creek's best sellers was, uh, yeah. Child's Valley. I mean, it's only vineyards. There's no wineries there. No, no, but the. The thing is, the differences between that and Pope Valley is there's a different type of soil, which is why they can yeah. call it the sub ABA. And, and it's Charles like a, Valley, yeah. I think it's more volcanic than it is clay yeah. or some shit like that. Um, have you guys been to the Petrified Forest? I heard it's kind of a letdown. It is. I went with my parents, and we keep making fun of it because it just looks like driftwood. <laughs> Did you take any? Some of it is so nice. It's so expensive. The petrified wood. It's so it expensive. It looks like driftwood. It's so dumb. Did you take any? No. Oh my god! It's so valuable. That's probably there's why there's no more wood left. That is true. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we went to we went to the national park that's in like Arizona. We went to the one in California too, but the one in Arizona it says like you know we're closing at seven. Please don't take any petrified wood. So you went to two. You went to two petrified forests, and Lindsay, who would steal like a rock of chalk from Bilko's, won't even steal petrified wood from a forest. Statute of limitations. You'll you'll be invited back to Bilko's. It's been one oh. year. It's fine. By the time you come back, it'll be like three. Listen, three. what if a future employer hears that? I might be my future employer. Do you think anyone at Bilko's listens to this? No, but like, what if I try to get a job and they're like, "Oh, she steals things." 
<laughs> you stole from Bilko's. That's like I think everyone in the whole world like on brand. Yeah, not everybody advertises it. All right, I'll just make it really loud in the thing. Lindsay borrows things from Bilko's. See, see how ridiculous that sounds. You might as well just go with. <laughs> yeah. See, look it. Now you're good, Lindsay. You're cutting yeah. this out. You're cutting out. You did cut out there. Me or Lindsay? Lindsay. Your mom. Yeah. <laughs> How's your wine, Lindsay? It's good. It's a good Merlot. Merlot. I like it Merlot. <laughs> Alrighty. This has been fun. Like, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram. Fill out our Google Forms on our link in the bio on our Instagram. If that's not and too- make sure to send Lindsay grape varietals to plant. Yeah, send us suggestions, send us questions, send us things you want to talk about. Yeah, serious inquiries only. Thanks. This is episode nine. Can you believe it? Dang. Oh, should we do something special for episode ten? Send suggestions. I don't know. Ethan and I will be live in person. <gasps> Could be. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be in Michigan with me. Oh no, I might be. I might be in Michigan with you. <laughs> I forget things. I'm gonna stop recording. Poison control, baby. Poison control. Poison control. But not PC. But not PC. Never PC.